Cassie Jones McBride is a social entrepreneur who has a long-standing commitment to empowerment and positive development of women and girls internationally and specifically in Detroit, Michigan. Cassandra founded the International Fuller Women's Network in 2009 and produces body positive initiatives in Africa, Asia, and the United States. She also serves as the features editor for DailyVenusDivas.com, where she is tasked with creating content that provides news and information that affects all women. Cassie began volunteering for Sisters Acquiring Financial Empowerment, also known as SAFE, in 2009 and in 2011. She joined the executive board as a member. In 2015, Cassandra became SAFE's executive board of directors chairperson and has led many initiatives and community events. Named 2013 Ebony.com Plus Fashion Power Players, the 2014 Tastemaker Award for Community Excellence by Heineken, and the 2016 Spirit of Detroit Awardee, Cassie has dedicated her life to helping women overcome adversity, improve their self-image, and build a community of positive support. Meet Cassie Bingbride. Yes. Okay. Hi, this is Gigi from the Plus Size Virtual Summit. I want to thank you for joining us. Remember, we are online with 40 fabulous speakers from March 1st to March 4th. And today we have none other than Miss Cassie Jones McBride. Yay! I need some applause, right? <laughs> She's the founder of the International Fuller Woman Network, where their motto is connecting curves around the world. Hey, Cassie, thank you for joining us. Thank you so much for having me, Gigi. I appreciate you. Sure. Sure. So tell us, for those that don't know you, about um, the International Fuller Woman Network and about you. Um, you've had some amazing accolades, um, naming, being named 2013 Ebony Plus Fashion Power Players. That's big. <laughs> and the Community Excellence Award. So just tell us a little bit about you uh, and the organization. Okay. Well, the International Fuller Woman Network actually was birthed from the International Fuller Woman Expo that started in Canada in 2008. It was created by a brilliant woman named Georgia Greenwood. And mm -hmm. I went there um, as a participant in the show. And then what I found was that, you know, we were missing that type of initiative in Michigan. So mm -hmm. and it, in the U.S. really. So I brought the concept of what it was in Canada and tailored it to a U.S. audience. And Georgia and I joined forces, and then uh, we decided to um, make it a, a broader and more international agenda. So in 2009, I created the International Full Women Expo, which was okay. in Detroit. And then we've expanded now to Asia and to Nigeria and um, to Bali. And we still have our base in Canada. That's amazing. Is an extension of the expo. So the network is just a connection um, mm -hmm. to the women and men around the world that mirror our message of self-love and um, this body appreciation. Um, we are a body positive initiative based mm -hmm. network. And so what we do is we have um, a large event every year um, in the various um, places around the world. But what mm -hmm. we do try to do uh, along the way through our social media channels is try to connect people to resources to help them to uh, live their best life within the movement mm -hmm. um, and to um, show images and bring light to uh, some of the social justice uh, aspects of the movement. A lot of the 
um, body positive or fat acceptance movement is geared toward um, really um, advocacy when it comes to fashion and what we do within our event as well as within um, our social media channels is try to bring light to different things that uh, affect all aspects of the woman, making it a more fuller woman agenda. Right. So um, let's talk about body positive. Um, in your in your description, what would you how would you how would you phrase or describe body positivity? Well, you know, it's evolved in a lot of ways for me. When I first came into this work, I um, assumed that body positive was just about um, being positive about your body, and and that mm -hmm. was it. But there's mm -hmm. There is a different conversation. Body positivity in itself, um, the framework of the movement um, was created around 96, mm -hmm. I believe, 97. But it was around disordered eating um, mm. and some, some of the harmful effects of um, not um, adopting a more um, positive lifestyle. So it's a more of a right. body connection. But it was based on the work of the uh, plus size or fat acceptance movement that started, you know, decades earlier. Gotcha. So because gotcha. of that, a lot of the information, a lot of the basis of the work um, is rooted in fat acceptance, but body positivity um, in and of itself is about um, finding those things that, that help you um, be more focused on um, joyful living, on recognizing those things that may hinder you from those processes and trying to send <laughs> you toward a more um, self-awareness and, and loving your body as it is, mm -hmm. whatever state, whatever size, uh, whatever um, path you are in life. So, okay. so you won't go toward the harmful things that will, um, will make you be- Like um, self-hate yeah, or- even disorders, okay. Got right, it. right. So, so um, it's geared toward, toward that mostly. Um, but uh, my guru, um, for when I go to, when I first started this work, I was going to uh, do a lot of research and trying to figure out um, where I fit in in all of this. Mm -hmm. uh, because um, we, on the face of it, you see a lot of um, people out there that not necessarily may look like me or have the same. Mm -hmm position that I have. Um, so I'm trying to figure out how to do um, this work responsibly. And so mm. Melissa Fabello is, is a, a feminist and she's also a body positive um, advocate. And for me, her statement is what I always use to center myself. So I'm gonna mm -hmm. just be silent. Um, it's a, from, she says it uh, quite often, but she also has it in an article back uh, on her website, mm -hmm. Everyday Feminism which is body positivity is about understanding that we need a basis of knowledge of how ableism, racism, colorism, cisism, and heterosexism play into our concept of beauty, and how those forms of oppression deeply affect the way that we experience our bodies. <clears throat> we experience our bodies differently and mm -hmm. we need to honor whatever path that is. And that absolutely shapes how we view our bodies. So it's not mm -hmm. always centered in how we, um, we should love ourselves and that's the band that we put on everything. But right. all those outside forces that affect the way we view our bodies also has to come into discussion. Right. So um, I find it interesting and I want you to talk a little bit about 
how in outside of the U.S. and other countries, how they um, view body positive or diversity, because you recently traveled to Asia. Yes. So I'm just curious if you want to talk about that, because I think sometimes in the U.S., uh, we think it's just us. It's just our problem. And we're not really sure how other countries deal with it or, or if they're feeling the same way or 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 is their culture based on the culture? Are their views, you know, body positive? Can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah. So in my travels, um, I found that um, the conversation is definitely different. It's, it's still guided by European standard of beauty. So mm-hmm. even like in 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 Bali and Indonesia, where uh, we had our event last year, um, the ideal beauty um, Mm -hmm. example and representation is, you know, the thin European long hair, long straight hair um, Mm. view, not unlike what we have in the U.S. really. Interesting. But what I found is that when we had the event in in Jakarta, which is the capital of Indonesia, and mm-hmm. we found out is that um, in talking to the people that were in attendance, we had a fashion sh- showcase there. There are plus size designers mm-hmm. and companies there also that cater toward that demographic. But what the audience members were more interested in is how to navigate uh, family who don't invite mm-hmm. them to holiday because they're fat. Wow. Or they go to school and their professor talks about them in front of the other students. How do they still continue their education Wow, uh, in that environment? So mm-hmm. it was much more weighted. They were really looking for answers and resolutions. Of course, I wasn't able to um, provide it fully in the short time that we had, but we just all mm-hmm. were able to advice based on my ideas of how to um, have those conversations, but also mm-hmm. our director there, Riri Borga, who was from that area, mm-hmm. she was assisting in trying to guide the discussion too around uh, what their uh, their community um, ideal is and how to have those conversations in that context, which was helpful. But they mm-hmm. were really trying to get more information just how, about how to live and how to firmly navigate their own spaces so fashion that's very interesting yeah fashion was not at all the um the the focus right so there's a lot of work that needs to be done and i experienced fat shaming um and adoration and i didn't Mm -hmm. know at all when to recognize it because (laughs) with the with the language Mm -hmm. uh, once we were just for example once we were in the elevator and we were, um, it was about five of us uh, that mm-hmm. um, were in the elevator. We were all plus, obviously. And it was two women that came in that worked in the hotel and they yelled out something. And then someone else who was in the elevator um, talked back to them and then they got off at the next floor. So we were asking, what were they saying? And so she said, well, they just yelled out, had any, had any one of you thought about going on a diet? <gasps> What and so, and so she says back to them, these people are these people are models. They're they're uh, they're dancers. They have all of these things, and they probably live a happier life than you do. Uh-huh. And and they said, well, I guess I have to learn from them then. And they got from the next floor. Not of that. Wow. 
aware of, but that was just very vocal, very loud in your face. We had no idea and, that was going on. Right. And, then I, and we I, don't have that, not to mm -hmm. that extent here in the U.S., right. you know? Right. Wow. That's. Yeah. It was in your face. It was in your face. Yeah. But then there were times when I would walk through the, the uh, market and somebody walked behind me, you know, kind of mimicking how I walked or something, just mm -hmm. making fun of me. And then there were times when someone would say, oh, you're so beautiful. And, you know, please sit down. And like, so you don't know what to really trust. You don't know if right. they're saying that to make fun of you or they're actually really admiring um, who you are. So it was a right. weird thing. But I, I felt more centered. Uh, in my own body awareness and body love, mm -hmm. not knowing if anyone else felt the same way, um, more so there than, than I felt really anywhere. Right. So it was a really awakening experience for me. You know, I had a conversation um, with another speaker and we were talking about, you know, how sometimes our size makes others feel uncomfortable. Sure. Um, and I think in your what you're saying is what I'm hearing what you're saying about your experience. I think that made them feel uncomfortable, not because of your size, but maybe because the confidence that you exuded and their feelings. Because most women, I don't care what size they are, you know, the Halle Berry's, this one or that one. No one ever seems to be happy with their body. Those that we think are a perfect 10 when you hear them complain or talk about. So I think it's just, you know, maybe our gender. Um, so I think women should start to embrace of all sizes because it's not just us, but it's easy to point to the woman who's overweight, uh, say, oh, she's right. unhappy or she's not loved or she doesn't have a husband, children, uh, she doesn't have sex. You know, they really right, think right. that. Um, so, I mean, there's still, you know, in 2018, I'm still amazed at the amount of work that still needs to be done um, and the ignorance of agencies who don't want their models. I was talking to the uh, producer of the Straight Curve documentary, and there were agencies that didn't want their models, their quote-unquote straight-size models, to model or be in the same um, shot or whatever for the documentary as the plus as the plus size. I was like, you got to be kidding! What do you think the fat's going to rub off of them? But I think that's so ignorant. But yeah. here, that was just uh, I think a year or two ago. So there's still so much work to do. And hearing, you know, I'm glad you're sharing your experience overseas. How that was. And, and it's also a difference, a real difference in the the uh, business of modeling and the business of mm -hmm. body positivity than it is about the actual mm -hmm. adv advocacy and activism. Mm -hmm. So in that, you know, the business of body positivity is about pushing the idea, if you love your body, then you would then be thinner. If you mm -hmm. love your body, then you will work toward a more standard ideal of beauty. Then mm -hmm. um, we know to be the case. So, right. driven by products and by you know um, commodifying our bodies and 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 social media has a lot to to play in that. Um, mm -hmm. When you I do agree. just a hashtag body positivity, you on Instagram you see a wide range of of women. Um, you know, all sizes. Um, right. But I think when it comes to activism, we have to talk about who is more affected for the consequences of being the size they are. Mm. So we have to advocate for those who may not have spaces 
that are reserved for people who are thin. So mm -hmm. when we talk about how do we fight for social justice, how do we try to um, make um, awareness happen? Um, it's not really about giving um, like thin people, giving the space for people of size because mm -hmm. you know we're out here doing work already. It's really right. about us elevating our voices and recognizing the diversity that we have um, in, in the movement, but centering it on the people that are most affected and most harmed by not being included in the conversation. And I think that right. sometimes gets lost. Yeah, you're so right. So it will be people of color. Mm -hmm. So what does 2018 hold for um, the International Fuller Woman Network? What kind of initiatives or what activities or events are you planning for the remainder of this year? Oh, so many things, Gigi. I'm so glad you asked. <laughs> <laughs> we always have all these wonderful ideas of, about what we want to do for the coming year. Mm -hmm. um, I've had some uh, recent uh, losses in my life, and sometimes right. that makes you more centered just being so mm -hmm. feverish and trying to make sure that you make a difference in the world. And I feel that more mm -hmm. so now than ever. So right. we're just going to be fighting more to be more inclusive, um, to work harder to, mm -hmm. to elevate the voices that we, that we have um, within our network already and also bringing in those diverse conversations. Uh, we have to have more social media outreach. That is the way that we get to the message out to um, our network. And also, mm -hmm. uh, this since we started in 2008, this would be our 10th anniversary within the work that we do. Um, Yay, congratulations. Thank you so much. But um, it'll be our ninth year um, in producing mm -hmm. that in the U.S. and, and beyond. Mm -hmm. So this year, we're, we're focusing on just celebrating who we are, celebrating the work that we've done, and, um, and try to give light to those other voices. And we're so blessed to have, you know, our team um, around the world, really, that, that work hard for us. Um, our team on the ground mm -hmm. in Detroit, where our, our base is. Um, we, are, again, are going to have Monique Robertson, um, supermodel and yes. a former um, featured model um, on Project Runway this last yes. season. She's, she's one of our speakers, too. Yeah. Oh, yes, she definitely is. And she is a phenomenal woman. And she, I can't wait to hear what she has to say about, you know, yeah. finding her voice and in, in being a woman of color um, in, in this work. And so um, having her as an advocate for and a face for what we do is important for us. She started um, her career. I think her second show ever was with Art um, Expo um, years mm -hmm. ago. So uh, we always try to bring in um, people who, who mirror our message, but also, um, advocate uh, for us in the same voice uh, right kind of right. effortlessly and that's just absolutely what she does so having her as as our faces is really important and uh we are working toward um making our event fully nonprofit this year um so we can have a different okay. of support uh what we do is mm -hmm. our resources yeah get any money but <laughs> right. that, which is always the case for social justice community initiatives but we're um, trying to uh, make that happen for real this year. So we have a lot of things on in, in the horizon. So we're excited, excited. about it. Excited. 
and we'll make sure we have all your social media information and your uh, website so people can opt in and stay up to date with everything that you have going on. Because I think this is a conversation um, that is just starting to peak uh, because I think mm-hmm. it's, you know, plus size when you think when you look on when I look on my feed Instagram, it's fashion, 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 a little bit sprinkled body diversity here. And I think we mm-hmm. need to make it a little bit more equal because fashion is nice and but it's surface. It's, you know, the cover up sometimes mm-hmm. of what these women are really dealing with and feeling and going through. And, you know, we have someone who will be speaking to us about uh, domestic violence. And I added that into the summit because we don't know who may be suffering. And a lot of times plus size women uh, who may not maybe feel as confident they may tend to sometimes some people put up with certain things or think they don't have a way out or they don't deserve, you know, to really be loved correctly. So I think it's, we have a lot of conversation. Well, There's a lot of work to do. For a, right. I'm a board chair for a domestic violence, um, um, nonprofit organization in Detroit called Sisters of Crime for Financial Empowerment. Um, it's mm-hmm. based on the economic portion of, of, um, abuse. But that is mm-hmm. that drives um, people to stay in relationships more so than anything. And also part of that, that power control wheel that I'm sure that person will um, will speak yeah. about more in depth later. But part of that is uh, emotional abuse and it probably emotional mm-hmm. abuse will suffer. And we're going to incorporate that in our work too going forward. Yeah. It is about how um, you're not loved. You're not going to be uh, loved because you're fat. You know, yes. I'm going to, to harm you, um, make you less lovable, make you less. Yes, and no one else wants you. So you feel right. that, you know, you stay there and deal with the abuse, but uh, no. <laughs> but yeah, right. it's, it's so many different areas. And I just want to thank you for sharing that um, with us because, you know, I've, I've always married your work and you're tirelessly supporting. And um, this initiative is so important. And mm-hmm. I glad you are sharing with us the international. So we talked a little bit. Can we talk a little bit about? I think you said Nigeria. Right, right. We had oh, a, is a there difference there. We had a small event in Lagos uh-huh. uh, a couple of years ago. Um, navigating that space is um, actually more difficult than I thought it would be because really, yeah, the fact that um, there was so much. Um, at play when it comes to trying to uh, have a discussion. They really mm-hmm. want to talk about uh, fitness, which is, you know, important mm-hmm. to for body love to be, you know, to be um, healthy. Right. But health is not, uh, and the discussion around health is not only assigned to fat bodies, nor should it be ever. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, that's, that should be the goal for all bodies. But right. um, a lot of the support that uh, our director there is 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 having is geared around people who want to kind of push that agenda. So we're just finding mm-hmm. a, a way to try to get support there for her that more more in line with our message. Um, mm-hmm. So we are still working on that aspect, but okay. uh, she is a tremendous uh, person there, and she um, definitely definitely is, is a champion uh, of the, the movement and reveres the U.S. Um, a lot, in, 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 mm-hmm. in, which is what the world kind of reveres when it comes to this work. Their only examples is from the U.S., it, it turns out. Right. So, so um, 
So we're just, you know, kind of trying to guide more of the discussion there. And it's, we just are careful in how we do it. We're just working diligently mm -hmm. to make sure it's, it's done correctly. Yeah, and responsibly, um, because there's right. a responsibility element to it as well, especially when you're dealing with working with people, trying to elevate them, and then you don't want to um, alienate people as well. So I admire your you work. Don't I do think further harm. You don't want to do further yes. harm. Yes, you do. It's very easy to. Um, and I <laughs> learned earlier on that even though you know when you're trying to produce an event, you really have to pay the bills, and mm -hmm. sometimes because you're really trying to pay the bills, the fact that you have all these other responsibilities about the message and about mm -hmm. um, what the vendor's message is within their company that has to mirror mm -hmm. yours. If you're really trying to create a safe space, right. take those things into consideration. And that could be at your financial peril, which it has been for me in some cases. Mm -hmm. But um, I think that it's important to just take a step back and just and just make sure that that's followed through than mm -hmm. having additional harm to the people that you serve. Right. That's excellent. So what are, if you had any closing words, I guess, um, for our viewers, what would that be as far as maybe what your initiative is or loving themselves? What would you say to that woman who may be watching this and uh, may not have known about the organization and kind of just looking for information or um, inspiration? Well, I just want to really um, bring up the idea of advocacy on and activism on every level. Like anybody mm -hmm. who feels the need to have a voice, they're already poised to be an advocate. And sometimes people are just kind of, you know, taken aback because somebody may have a more social media following in them. They don't feel they can create their own voices mm -hmm. uh, within this work. But there is such a need to have a diversity. Uh, mm -hmm. of voices. So it's such a need to have um, representation in all aspects of the community. And mm -hmm. I think that um, believing that at this point where you are, no matter how, how large your following is or how big you feel your presence is, your presence is valid and it, it matters. Mm -hmm. And you're an advocate and can be an activist right now. And just listening to this series of dynamic women and, and men and, and giving inspiration mm -hmm. um, to this work is a way that you can begin your path to creating your own voice. Mm -hmm. And uh, we, not any organization will be the one for you. Not everything is going to be a catch all. Right. But I just want to encourage everyone to seek out those spaces that support them, mm -hmm. celebrate those spaces, attend them, you know, tweet them and push it out mm -hmm. on social media, make other people aware of them. And just support the community that's doing so much work and trying to to make things happen. I try to travel around the country to try to support as much as I can because it's it's, mm -hmm. it's it's important. Right. It's your your body there is really important to to continue right. the work that we do. So you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter and uh, Facebook. It's fullerwoman.org. Full woman on Instagram. Uh, Twitter is full of woman or full woman expo. Mm -hmm. Um, and on Facebook, um, our network is uh, the International Full of Women uh, Network. And also okay. we have, and also we have a uh, a extension that was based in Canada called Big Beautiful Wellness that we hmm. also acquired um, last year. So um, you can follow us there, Big Beautiful Wellness, um, on Facebook as well. So 
Yeah, that's how you can okay. reach me. We're coming everywhere. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for taking time out uh, to share your experience, share the International Fuller Woman Network with our viewers. And remember, and you, all. Mm -hmm. well, can I just please just love on you for a minute? I just want oh, to thank yeah. you for creating oh. this for us to, to come together and to uh, lend our voices. I think it's an amazing thing that you've done. Thank I mean, you. you've been a warrior and a champion of this work and dedicated your whole existence it seems yeah yeah 20 years can you believe it Ugh. when i think about it and I, oh thank years. you so much it's and elevated. it's just a passion of mine I, it, and yeah. like we talk about that inclusion i just think fashion and modeling is great but there's so many other elements to to the woman um you know yeah. from which education and fitness and so many and i've learned a lot uh, even conducting the interviews for the summit about women that I didn't even know. And it just yeah. is bringing to mind so many things to um, do going forward and share going forward. So thank you so much. You know, I love you thank to death. You. Thank you. It was a pleasure being here with you. And uh, thank you for having me. And I'm looking forward to the other speakers. Okay, awesome. Well, everyone, remember we are here at the Plus Size Virtual Summit from March 1st to March 4th. You'll get to hear all these amazing speeches, and it's absolutely free and you won't be able to um, by the knowledge and the expertise that you're going to get on this summit. So I want to thank you for joining us. Have a great day. And please share this information with a woman, man. You don't have to be plus size to view it who may be interesting. Take care. Mm -hmm.